You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, the podcast for all things faith, growth, and personal development. I'm your host, Bianca Bishop, and it's time to thrive. I'm your host, Bianca Bishop, and I have one of our first guest episodes for season two. I have Miss Mariah Lay Taylor, because you just like got married. Well, no, you actually, you've been married for like a little over a year, but I think you just had your family ceremony this year. Yeah, that's right. We just had our wedding. Yep. It's Mariah Lee Taylor. And um, I'm happy. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all good. But yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I know, you know, that you recently just uh, released your book. So I'm excited for us to talk about that. But even before that, you already are a CEO and entrepreneur. Um, you professionally dance and teach and you have your studio. So girl, you got a lot of things going on a newlywed, like all the things. Um, So we're just so happy to have you here and that you took time out of your busy schedule and during this holiday season to record today's episode. So thank you so much for being here. Yes, Bianca, thank you for having me. I like, first time I met you, I was just like, she's just already giving life. So I already (laughs) knew that I would either have another moment to connect or- Um, when you reached out, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah, same. Like when I seen you, like just the wedding, like just the vibes that you were giving your dresses. I was like, okay, who is this woman? Like, girl, (laughs) I was just like, so pretty. You just seem like you have this sweet spirit. And I love that. Like I'm a person, like I naturally gravitate towards people who just have a sweet spirit. So I'm definitely happy, you know, for you and my good bro D and like, just, yeah, for everything that's coming for you guys. So for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. So um, please, you know, tell us a little bit um, about yourself and all the things that you do. Yeah. So that's me. I'm Riley Taylor. I'm the founder and owner of Ruth Essence Dance and Healing Arts. And that's what I do as a career. Um, I'm a CEO. I really enjoy business because I love problem solving. I love to actually lead teams and build community. And I find that really exciting. That's probably the most exciting thing I've ever decided to do is get into business. But uh, apart from that, I'm a child of God. I really love the Lord. I like to honor him by using my gifts and talents in the world. And um, I'm one of eight children um, (laughs) to my mom and dad. So I come from a tribe, uh, really family oriented, and they really kind of, inspire me and keep me motivated for everything we do because we're like yeah. power rangers we call ourselves um I'm, I'm a newlywed i still consider anything within the first like three to five years so i just got married last year um and now a i'm an author and i'm a professor in dance i i really am blessed and fortunate to do what i love every day not gonna lie it's it's a great life um and sometimes i'm i'm always like who me? Like, wait, what? Yeah. So, I'm just full of gratitude in general. I just have a really, uh, I'm a worshiper. So I, I'm expressive with my gratitude and I'm always thanking God for where I am and where I've come from. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. 
Um, so like with your book, right, did you always know that you would be an author or is that something that you wanted to do? That is a great question because honestly, I never knew that I would be an author. I never like, and I'm a dreamer, I'm a visionary, but the vision to be an author, it came later. And it came because I knew that I wanted to do two things. I knew that I wanted to, after becoming an entrepreneur, I knew that business would be a thing for me, but even getting to that journey was a redirection from God. But once I was in that lane as a business owner, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I knew I wanted to teach. Those are the two things. My God, I want to be a professor and I want to run my own business. You give me that, I'm good. And when he just exceeded that, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, so the teaching part is where I get to teach from my book. And I just was awarded a grant from the state of Massachusetts to teach my book. And so I'm hiring a team. Wow. Congratulations. Looking, Thank you so much. Um, I'm, like hiring a team of people who want to be creative entrepreneurs and learn. Um, and my book is the curriculum. So wow. I do that through my business. It's That's really amazing. I, yes, it really is. And so I never knew that I wanted to be a writer. I knew I wanted to be a teacher. But when I think about everything I've done in my life, I'm like, this makes sense. And yeah. so it was just another opportunity for me to grow um to learn to do something i didn't think i could do because let me tell you the process <laughs> you wanna, like i'm like really so um the process it was like giving birth to a child but once i did it it was like whew, it's here it's like and then yeah. there's life there's growing because of it so yeah. That's amazing. So like for you, right? Because just like you said, you didn't know that you were going to be an author. So what was that like? What has that process been like for you? Like, I know you said, you know, like giving birth and for somebody who has had a child. Right. It's not an easy process. But right. what kind of like mindset shift did you have to go through or like what areas did you have to grow in to get this accomplished? Yeah, I love that question because there are many paths to becoming an author i've learned that people take some people have like a vision for their book and they still haven't got it done and they've always wanted to write but they haven't literally started the manuscript some people have started the manuscript and they're sitting on it and they're like okay i just need someone to publish it and so my process was really came out of a very fortunate time i during the pandemic um i had been applying for um relief funding for my business because you know that we were uh, things were being available business had slowed down and i never got the funding and i was applying applying and never got it let me tell you i got a mysterious card debit card in the mail it had a couple thousand dollars i mean like at least four thousand from the grant from what i was applying for and i took that i ran with it and i decided to and use that to invest to go to a book writing camp to pay for the um, boot camp, which was a seven-day boot camp to write my book and all of the editing. I didn't blink an eye. I put all the payments on there. It was taken care of. And let me tell you, it came up to just about almost around the same amount, if not more. I'm sorry I blinked out. It came, okay, that's fine. I guess that's a good part to edit out because I guess <laughs> that's too much detail. But no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so, so when I got that um, those fundings, I was like, I want to reinvest this. I took those yeah. funds. I went running. I went through a seven day book writing camp 
you're locked in. So I had to be focused. It eliminated all those excuses of, oh, I'm, I don't want to, because I have the accountability of a coach. I had yeah. the coach's assistance and we were in a boot camp. We were in a virtual boot camp locked in seven days a week. Uh, and we went strong. I came out in the book with the manuscript was done. I devoted probably about 12 hours a day, if not more in between my schedule to push that thing out. So I was in the labor room writing my book. My book was completed in seven days. In seven days. Yep. Okay. You got to plug the name of this boot camp <laughs> because what? I know it's, it's out of the ordinary. And let me tell you, this book camp is called Legacy Driven Consultant. First of all, if you want to write a book and you've been sitting on it, you need the accountability, you need the team. This is this is probably one of the best resources I could recommend because the way this even happened for the founder and CEO to create this company, it was during the pandemic when it just started. And she has a phenomenal story. And she said, she was like, God, what are we going to do? He said, teach people how to write books. So I already knew this this was a supernatural encounter i'm like okay yeah. this is how you're getting the vision to write to teach people how to write imagine the people that are coming they're going to be a part of that that supernatural blessing and story i didn't know where i was getting the funds and i'm just like god made it happen and you know this woman actually happens to be my pastor so i was just like the wow. alignment was crazy and just the fact i'm like god you love her so much you just gonna make sure i had funds to sew into this and yeah. I, I was able to write my book through that book camp oh my goodness like, seven days that is nothing but god because nothing. i am a person like i've always loved to write and I've always known that I would have a book. What type of book? You know, that escaped me. But I knew that there was a book in me. And I'm just like, seven days. Seven days. I know people who have written books or writing books. And it, it's taken all of their, like, adulthood, you know? Like, yeah. oh, my goodness. And I had been sitting on this book for two years. So the idea had already been there. I started to draft concepts and outlines for the book, but nothing ever began to really formally been pieced together. I got to the first day of the boot camp was and had to request a private meeting. I said, um, I don't know if I can do this <laughs> because yeah. you want me to write my book in seven days. And something started to shift. So we're not only in the book camp, but it's it's an encounter. You know, you're having a spiritual encounter yeah. where you have to, I have a purpose that has to be pushed out. And so you receive that coaching, you receive that push, you receive that spiritual counsel from the, the coach because that's her background. Those are her skill sets to get this thing done. And so for me, I remember showing up the first day like, um, I don't know. I just <laughs> don't think it's possible. And that's still my testimony to this day. They'll tell you, like, you showed up thinking you couldn't even do it before you could even start and so we always look at that now as a testimony but it's possible i remember praying every day before i touched my book before i even typed yeah. i remember making it a very um focused time and just literally locking in and i i remember saying god let your glory be in my story and there it is like yeah. i did it by the glory of god wow that is amazing that is definitely that's a testimony 
that is like that is providing breakthrough for me right now because I'm just like God, but God through all yeah. things is possible. He strengthened you through that. Like, yeah, like on my own, like I think I would be like going stir crazy just to be sitting there going through that process. And I'm I'm actually in the process, well, not in the process, but I'm ordering your book because I'm like, okay, I gotta get this book. I gotta read it. I gotta know, you know, just all the things. And it looks like a thick book. Like it don't look like no little like flimsy, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the great part is this book is actually, 110 pages and really 100 pages when it comes to just the text this the manuscript and so it looks thick but it's actually not too bad honestly if you're a reader yeah. you, you get through this in a week yeah so yeah thank you so much for your support on yeah, getting of course yep but it's it's a pretty good i would say you could get it done in a week or a month or less yeah, for sure. I like I love to read, so that'll be done in like a few days just because once I'm locked into a book, I'm just like, yeah, like just kind of like noting and taking everything that I need to take from it. And yeah. I'm a rereader. Like I this isn't even a dent in my books like over here. Like I'm just I I've loved to read since I was like a little little thing. Um so when it came to like, you know, cuz the title is Creative Entrepreneurship um so can you tell us like a little bit just like what that entails yeah creative entrepreneurship is a when you hear it you you think of like huh there's something to that because there is you know if you're a creative and you know if you're an entrepreneur there's something that sparks you and that says hmm i, I might be able to relate to this and it's because it's really um i would say it's a timely book right there's a lot of entrepreneurs being birthed. There's a lot yeah. of creatives being more mainstream. And so I decided to write a book that was going to provide motivation, information, strategy, and knowledge of people who are creative, who are artistic, but want to be more uh, business savvy and want to say, okay, how do I cultivate my skills in a way that can be lucrative or monetized? Yeah. Uh, or the, the person who's in corporate and like they know they have creative in them. They know yeah. they have a level of, of doing in them. They know they want to jump and leap. And so it's like, it's a book for you. Like, this is how you kind of take that step. How do I know? Because I did it. I was in a corporate world before I decided to be an entrepreneur. And then it's for that student who's like, um, I don't know if I should be a dancer, a dance major, or if I should choose a real major, because that was my story, right? It's like, get a real job, choose a real career, art isn't mm -hmm. really funny, but it's saying, no, here's a lucrative pathway between the two. Here's a pit pathway that you can thrive between the two. And I would say the last person, but not least that this book is for, is for the entrepreneur who's already in the vein of doing entrepreneurship, but needs motivation to keep going. Yeah. Who needs a little more insight to say, okay, yeah, I got that. Oh, I can strengthen up on that a little bit. Oh, and there's there's writing opportunities in this book, right? So yeah. you have prompts, you have questions, like you have pros and cons that you're writing. You're basically creating a, a self-journal to how to just be more invested and, and knowledgeable of who you are so that when you start your business, you have some strong background and in information. That's awesome. So what I'm like, what I'm feeling like I'm getting from this is a sense of purpose. 
as well through this book. Like just kind of like, you know, you may be along any of these paths, but this through the journaling, through focusing in and zeroing in, this is going to help you if you don't already know your purpose or if you kind of vaguely know, but just how to strengthen that and build that thing up. Yeah, you hit it on the head. Like, well said. And I, I, I say that because when you think of purpose, that's why I started my business. Because yeah. I felt like my purpose, my gifts and talents were not being as realized as they were until I started my business. And that's why I went into business is because I was moving in a lane that wasn't really mine. And I told my, I tell that story. I tell that story of, wait a minute, the first thing I need to do is get clear on my identity. And that's, yeah. so when we're talking about purpose, we're talking about identity. We're talking about who are you? What are you good at? Lean into that. That's where you'll be able to problem solve well and be yeah. skilled. And so you hit it on the head. It's really, it's really, um, I would say a purpose driven book. My business is called Rooted Essence and Rooted Essence means you're divine, you're grounded, innate essence, which is your purpose. Yeah, I love that. So tell us, like, just with you already being like an entrepreneur, you coming from a corporate background and like all of these things, right? What, like, I guess we'll say, like, what are your skill sets? Like, what are some of like your strengths? Outside, like, even though, like, God, like, he's our source, right? He He strengthens everything. So whatever things that you think you're already good at, he's going to strengthen those. And the things that you like, yeah, God, I'm struggling over here and this right here. So I need you to fully give it to me. But what, like, what behaviors did you have to to change or strengthen just to help you along this journey? Oh, I, I love that because that's exactly another topic in this book. It's like, what? skill sets do I need to begin to adopt or sharpen for me to operate well and do well in this journey? And one of the things I would say I was gifted with is I'm a third generation business owner. My my mom owns a business, my grandparents and their siblings. Wow. So there's things that you catch, right? Just yeah. Like, I caught that. But then there are things that I was taught and through education. And so I went through college, I earned my MBA. And I gained some real world experience and I came away knowing that's why I even say sometimes it's not about quitting. It's about maintaining the boat, the two, until you get to a level of knowledge and experience where you can now cultivate that in your next journey. So what that looks like looked like for me was really communication, writing, uh, community outreach administrative skills. My background Mm -hmm. started in corporate America where I had to really communicate with large amounts of communities and populations and grant fund and distribution. So I had to be organized. I had to write. I had to read properly. I had to be able to communicate to mass populations. And it all worked out because that's exactly now what I'm doing. And then I had to be mindful how to budget and organize funds through grants and then I get that. And it's, it's really what I have to do in my business. And so there's so many skills, but um, psychology is another one, understanding people and their motivations behind their behaviors or knowing that they just require a little more patience and reading it before you like throw them all away and say, Oh no, um, 
you know, you know, we ghost in this generation. So that's not even healthy in my perspective. But right. I'm saying, okay, what can I keep and what's completely not healthy? Because there are some people you have to separate, but it's about taking a little more time to invest in, in deep listen and problem solve and work with people or maybe not. Yeah. So you did mention something, right? Like people that you have to like separate from and like things of that nature. So for me, I truly believe like a lot of the times you are the company that you keep, right? Um, Looking at your circle, looking at your tribe, you know, um, how did your family and like, you know, the people that you call your tribe, like your friends, your coworkers, like whoever it is, like, what was that process like as you started to get more grounded and more focused on your entrepreneurial journey, even before leading up to you writing your book? Yeah, that's so important. This is a part in the book that I call the process, right? So the first part of the process is this identity process, this self-identifying, who am I? What am I good at? What are the gifts in me? The second step is the alignment process. I need to align with those who have similar purpose, passion, language, vision, motivation that I do. If they don't naturally, you will be separated, right? So some you have to, some some you separate by uh, just forcibly maybe making that decision. But if you're really in your purpose, it naturally kind of happens. You either just don't have the same um, interest. You don't hang out in the same places. And so you maybe are just, that's the friend that's just like the fun friend, (laughs) you know? So that process is actually one of the stories of my life. I can write a whole nother book on that. (laughs) So so for real, because um, relationships are probably the most, um, I want to say influential things in my life. it really has come through relationships, whether it been my marriage, whether it been my parents, whether it been my mentors, my pastoral leaders, my spiritual counsel. I would say relationships are really important. So um, that's an ongoing like process. I think you yeah. have to be mature and you have to be, I want to say, unapologetic about who you are. Yeah, definitely. Like, and especially like if you're rooted in Christ, like I feel like that comes easy, especially the more we mature in our faith walk and things like that. Like I feel like those are things that just kind of like naturally play itself out and you weed off like anything that's gonna try to come up against that. Like, you know, like at least that's been I feel like a part of my journey, but for sure. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Like that's the unapologetic part. It's like I, I'll if you come up against my purpose, I'll cut everybody off. <laughs> yeah, because I have to fulfill this purpose, or else I'm dying. Right yeah. now, you be enemy to me because you're killing off my destiny and my purpose, and you're not influenced being a positive influence. So now you become a threat. Yeah, you know, like for sure. So a lot of times we get hurt through that process. It's just that that's why I said it's important to be mature. You have to listen carefully and move with wisdom through those situations because some people, you know, it's a reason, it's a season, or it's a lifetime. And that's where you have to just have the maturity and the grace to move through that. Absolutely. Not hurtfully or abruptly. Yeah. 
For sure. So like right now with you being a newlywed, how do you find yourself like balancing like all of your entrepreneurial things, your, you know, the process for writing that book, even though it was seven days, but I'm sure that was an intense, you know, like seven days, like just how has that process been just like balancing things out and just how do you like lean on your husband and he lean on you just so you guys get through this journey together? Yes. So first of all, I have a phenomenal husband. Like, I'm like, where they, where they find the fact? Like, he's just the, he's just, he's just the bomb.com. Like, he's so supportive. I love that. He's so wonderful. I'm like, it's just like, you are, you are truly the one. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sending that up in prayers, God. Send me my one. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm telling you divine divine lucid really just came with so much so much grace so when i wrote my book in seven days that was the boot camp but i started the publishing process which took the first six months of my marriage so that took the editing that took the accountability that took the meetings the one-on-one counsel i still have to go back i have to re-edit i have to create the cover i have to go through the front and back i have to make sure the 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 layout is right all of yeah. that happened for six months of my marriage so i had a husband who's very understanding and then motivating like he's just like all right get it done like you know um <laughs> just being in my corner and then i remember me wanting to push this out so that we can get on with our next chapter and what this book would bring for me for us for our family for our legacy that was yeah. a motive to like if I get this done if I push this out we can you know we can put ourselves in another position you know as a family as a as an empire that we're trying to build and so now oh today actually is the first day I got my first royalty check yes come on royalty check okay <laughs> that's dang come on uh, this is giving me so much life okay all right so like, I want to backtrack yeah. The process, just for you said, it took six months just to actually get it from, like, I guess, draft to publish. Yes. Talk about that. Like, what? So what route did you take? So you did you self-publish? You didn't, right? No, I did not. I did everything through Legacy Driven Consulting, which was the company I wrote my book with and published my book with. Okay. And so it was two part. The first part was the intensive, the book writing book writing boot camp, the getting the manuscript out. The second part is the editing part, the publishing part, the revision part, the going through and making those edits. That's the six month part. And so I had constant meetings. I had weekly tasks and accountability from what photo I was going to use, what color did I want it to be? What what was, who were my acknowledgements, my dedication, like the layout, the accountability to to just um, revising and edit. That's that's the process that really took most of the time and the, the editing of the manuscript that was written to make sure it was ready. Okay. Wow. Oof. That's so, it's a lot. Like, I'm just like, okay, Bianca, don't start to get overwhelmed, girl. Like, you're not even there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has their journey. So don't um, be overwhelmed for me. I allowed my life to to happen. I got married. I had to plan a wedding that happened. Yeah. 
following July after I released the pre-sales. So that's why I took six months because I needed to pace myself. You can get it done sooner than that. Some people got it done after they wrote their manuscript in one month. Some people may have done three months. For me, my life happened and I allowed it to happen, right? Because yeah. I in that space and that's okay. So I took six months to finish it. Okay, you're giving me hope. Trust me, I'm be hitting you a lot. Like, oh, Mariah, I got a question. Uh, help me. <laughs> I'm struggling here. <laughs> I got you, and I I would highly recommend this. Um, you said you're sitting on a couple books. You're an, you love books. I feel like you're already an author and in, in in your own light, like. Like this is just almost the manifestation of what you're already you've already been doing. Like it's so unique that you love books. Yeah. You books, you have a whole library behind you. And I'm here talking about my book. And so I'm so happy to share that information with you. I think it's I'm just aligned. Yeah, for sure. So like do you plan on doing any tours? Have you already started doing tours? <laughs> well, let me tell you, this is my first stop. And okay. I'm on tour for the rest of the year, making sure my book is getting out there. I had a phenomenal book launch brunch this past November. And I saw that. It was amazing. When I yeah. tell you, oh, first of all, the I'm just gotta be honest, the food, <laughs> like <laughs> the food, I felt like it was like it just brought everyone together inspiration was filled in the room. People wanted to write their books the next second. Um, we had motivational speakers. We had a guest panel. My book coach came. Um, the coalition I'm a part of that I'm granted to teach my book was there. And so we really shared a lot of information about entrepreneurship, but also creative entrepreneurship. Yeah. So yeah, I will be on tour sharing my book information. Um, I'm, I start teaching my book this month inside of, oh my goodness. so it's, it's on, it's, it's another chapter of my life and I'm leaning yeah. into. And then, so you said your first stop was here, like Chicago. So wait, you were like talking about your book while you were here? No, my first stop is you. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just like, how did I miss this? I was about to like look back at the text. Like, she didn't say that she was torn here. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yeah, I consider this my virtual, my first virtual stop. I have another. Yes. Thank you. I have another, um, I have another interview with someone out of Ohio who okay. they run a, a creative business themselves. They want to learning here. So I'm excited. This is, and then back home, I have um, a book owner, black owned bookshop and um, they hope to connect with me and then I'll be making another stop in Atlanta. Um, so this is the first of many God willing. And I'm excited. Yes, to I'm excited it. for you. Oh, I love this. Okay. So yeah, I cannot wait. Um, I definitely, I definitely, I gotta get your book. Like I'm excited to read this and I'm definitely going to make sure I link like the information for the company that you worked with to write your book and this whole entire process because I'm even interested. So I definitely want to check that out. So what, what inspires you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think history History inspires me. I am someone who's very inspired to leave a legacy because of those who have led 
led a legacy for me and have left it. And so the history books I read, who were the greats? What did they do? Yeah. You know, historically, like indirect influences, like, you know, Martin Luther King, Michelle and Barack, um, you know, everyone who who's in a prominent position, spe specifically African-American who, yeah. who were educated and educators, and then who rallied a community, community and that that kind of perspective is why I landed at a university like Howard because I wanted I'm like I want to be in the mix like yeah I want to live that but then the very real direct influences of my grandfather and my grandmother and my you know my parents and I really have to say that that really inspires me yeah and that's like it's really a blessing like just you saying that you your third generation like entrepreneur, business owner, CEO, like that's rare in our community. Like for me, I'm the first. So I'm building that legacy to navigate, you know, for my son, for my nieces, my nephews, and all of those who are next to come. And just like, for me, it's really, really important to be a good role model, a godly role model, you know, for those like, cause yeah, I'm one and done, you know, my son, he will be my only like flesh, you know, uh -huh. but I know that, you know, I will still have many like sons and daughters, um, you know, like my nephews, my nieces, like I consider them my extended, you know? Um, so it's really important for me to like show them that and to show them that like, Hey, we can do anything that God says that we can do. So we got to realize whose we are and like lead with that and just go out there and do it boldly and courageously, you know? Yeah. Um. So what would you say three, like three bits of information that you want to share with just another woman or another, like just person in general, like what is some good advice, three pieces of advice? Yeah, uh, three pieces of advice. Would you say life pertaining to the book, entrepreneurship, uh, what area? Anything. Like, I feel like as you just, you know, you being an author, a CEO, um, and just really like living in your purpose, um, what advice do you have for like other people who want to do the same thing? Yeah, that's great. So I would say first and foremost, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. There is nothing yeah. like being empowered by the most powerful source that there is. It has literally been my fuel. My fuel, my motivation, my source of confidence, my stomping ground, my rock. Anytime that I'm trying to do anything, I always have to lean to, okay, God, what am I supposed to do? Okay, Holy Spirit, lead me in this. Yeah. As you were my example, like, how do I deal with the challenges? Because I would say in the area of entrepreneurship, stress, there's, there's things that are undoubtedly going to come like stress or pressure, right? Yeah. But when you're empowered to do it and know you can do it, you're like, okay, then I'm coming with another level of strength and resource because I already got the confirmation. And that's the same thing I apply to every area of my life. I applied it to me becoming an entrepreneur. God, you gave me these gifts and you gave me these talents. Please teach me how to use them, how to serve you in them. Um, when it came to being an author, let your glory be in my story. This is everything yeah. you 
you? How do I write so that I reach people? Even in my marriage, okay, God, this is my God-ordained husband. Teach me how to be a wife. Teach me how to honor him. I, 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 was, I was willing to, in, this is a whole nother story, but I married my husband. Um, I, got, I finished writing my book in July. I got engaged in August and was married in September. It was three months. We got married in three months once wow. we, but again, it's because I had that God ordained. I heard clearly, this is your husband. What else did I need to like, wait, well, let's move forward. And we were both in agreement that that's what we were going to do. So that's how I yeah. operate. Um, so that's one. My second. Yeah, the most advice. important. That's definitely it. <laughs> It'll get you through. The second piece of advice I would say to those listening is don't sell yourself short because of don't don't sell yourself short because of the weight of your calling. So that means like your level of success is going to come with pressure. It's going to come with learning curves. It's going to come with unexpected things. It's going to come with problem solving, decision making, and that's, expect that. Expect the unexpected yeah. expect the things that are going to make you uncomfortable because those are the internal, but that's what builds internal strengths in you, the wisdom the the tenacity, the courage, the boldness, the peace that you have to have in spite of all that. Don't sell yourself short because you know that's going to come. That's why a lot of people don't go into entrepreneurship. They think they have to have everything perfect before they jump mm-hmm. in. You're um, talking to me right now. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I let me tell you, I learned so much just because I did. And now I get to teach from that yeah. place. The nuances that you can't really learn in the classroom, you learn by experience. That's what comes with that when you go into that territory. It it just gives you a strength. I never thought I would be renovating a studio. I never thought I had to deal with contractors and plumbers and electricians and go through consultations to get the right. I learned a whole other area of real estate just from owning a business. And so now I have those skills and I can do that again. I can build another space. Right. But if I did not jump in, I would have never developed that. I'm now developing skills. I'm being more diverse. I'm becoming more of a leader. Like, don't sell yourself short because you anticipate the challenge. And I have to remind myself that's wisdom for me and inspiration for me every every month, every quarter when I think about, yeah. all right, Mariah, what you going to do this semester? <laughs> like, all right, don't sell yourself short because you know that's going to come. It's about how you manage it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And my third, third point of wisdom would really be do it. Like my favorite brand is Nike and it's because <laughs> it, it's the affirmation for me. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Go forth and prosper. Use wisdom, but do it. I think I've been able to accomplish every goal I've had because that was a point of focus I'm going after it. Yeah. I love that. And then I'm I'm gonna say this before I ask the question. It's okay if you plug your own, but yes. what is your favorite book right now? <laughs> oh my gosh! Honestly, well, I gotta say, of course, creative entrepreneurship because 
this this is my favorite book because it's my first book and I'm really excited. It's what I'm talking about. It's what I'm sharing. Um, it, I think it really, honestly, I've had people come back to me who are highly educated. Harvard yeah. say I learned a lot. I love that. Come on. Yeah, I've had people come back to me and say, whoa, the information in this book um, you got a lot of good knowledge in there. And that's because I couldn't, I couldn't come short. Like yeah. I background where it's a top tier research institution. If you're going to be talking about something, we need to know that, you know, you come with credential and validity to what you're speaking to, because I want to empower people to know, oh no, I'm not just saying this. This is what I live. This is what is, has been done. This is what is real. And this is what's factual as well. And so yeah. I write, Place of informing people. I really want people to be informed. I love that. Yeah. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Thank you again for coming on and just sharing all of this information. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your marriage. I'm excited for your businesses. I'm excited for this book and like even for me to read this book and just knowing that I'm going to learn so much and it's going to help me along my journey and just all the others that like what you're doing is going to like inspire and just like that encouragement piece that maybe people are going to be missing you know i'm just really excited for that because i really do believe that it takes a lot of courage to step out on faith number one <laughs> um and just sharing your story giving your testimony you know letting your life be an, an example and just stepping into entrepreneurship there are so many like people who I believe that should be entrepreneurs, like it's not for everybody, but for those, you know, that I do, like I see that on them and, you know, because they're afraid of like whatever, you know, and like allowing it to hold them back. So like your story, your book, everything that you're doing is going to help somebody like that, you know? So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here, Bianca, because let me tell you, it's not every platform that you can go to and speak yeah. this openly and deeply and insightful about faith and journey. And so you are doing great work with this. I don't take it lightly that I'm here. Thank I think you. it's blessing. It's it's really quite an awesome opportunity to connect with you. Me too. I'm excited. And this will not be the last. Like the next time that you and D are here, we all got to get together. I'm here in Evanston. I mean, y'all might not want to come back in the winter because I know it get a little, you know, a little ghetto here in the winter. But summertime shy is always fine. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. Yes. And this last either. For sure. But thank you again for your time. I'm going to let you get back to enjoying your vacation um and then i'm gonna follow up with you just after this chat um and just i'll make sure that like i think i already told you your release date but i just want to make sure i give you all of that information in like a little email thing like there's still been so many new pieces since of like the shift of this podcast so i'm getting everything together but i'm definitely going <laughs> gonna make sure that i send everything oh, no. over <laughs> no problem i totally understand that and so i'm here for it and um yeah thank you again i i i really um i wanted to mention one more thing too yeah when when you're deciding to go into entrepreneurship business period 
I think the, the one thing that people also need to consider is ask yourself, do you want to be a business owner? Do you want to be a leader of an organization? Or do you want to be an entrepreneur? Those are three different things. And so that's where you get to strengthen what niche you have, what yeah. direction you're going in. I want to be an entrepreneur because I want to make a service or a product, but I want to be organizational leader and lead community and generate culture and people how to make make problems solved and happen like those are two different questions do i want to be a entrepreneur or a leader of an organization and that that will steer you in either yeah. route but i hear that too because i think that's helpful to know and that's what led me to say okay i gotta go that just that. helped and, me <laughs> like because mm -hmm. i feel like and like i don't know if i'm the only one but i know that i kind of like bring those together like make them all the same thing but they're not yeah not even wow mm -hmm. that was just a, a drop bomb just <laughs> <laughs> yep that's that it will change it will change a lot for you and maybe even strengthen the direction that you do choose to go into but yeah that's that's huge because that's why i went to school because i said i want to be more of a leader and i want to actually cultivate others who can do this type of work yeah. you know and then the entrepreneur lives within that oh i love that that's good that's real good okay all right because now i feel like we can have a whole nother conversation but i'm not gonna do it <laughs> you warned me though you warned me that i i i will go when we start to i talk. will go i promise you oh man yeah it get bad so i'm just like okay we have to reel it in like that it's okay because you're gonna do all these amazing things and you're just gonna be back on the podcast that's what that's what that just told me like it's okay we're gonna have a mariah part two period <laughs> oh, I love that. existence i love that i'll be back. yeah for sure well, thank you again for your time. I hope that you guys have a wonderful and safe new year. And yeah, it's just, it's about to be amazing for 2023. And I'm excited. Yes, indeed. God bless and have an awesome rest of your holiday. Thank you. You too. Talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Bye. Oh, that was so good. Y'all. That was such a good episode. And I really, really hope that you guys thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Mariah is a lot more awesome than I even anticipated. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. I appreciate it. Bye.